Welcome to Agency for Change, the podcast that brings you the stories of people creating positive change in the world. We explore what inspires these change makers, the work they're doing, and how they share their message. Each of us can play a part in change. And these are the people who show us how. Hi there, this is Lynn Weinman, founder and chief strategist of Kid Glove, and welcome to another episode of the Agency for Change podcast. Prepare to be inspired today. We are talking with Lindsay Ray Corton, Executive Director of Ronald McDonald House Charities in Omaha. And for those of you who are not familiar with this fabulous organization, they provide programs that directly improve the health and well being of children. They are most known for taking care of families during their most difficult and challenging times, which is when a child is in the hospital. Lindsay Ray, it's great to have you with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's my honor. Absolutely. Would you start by sharing a bit more about the work of Ronald McDonald House Charities in Omaha? Sure. So um, you did a great job introducing uh, what we do. We're, we're basically the place where families can come to live when their child is critically ill and they can't get the care that they need in their hometown and they have to travel to Omaha. So we have families from all over the world who are here with the direct focus on healing their child. We do things a little bit differently with those families. It's not just a place to stay. It's not just kind of like a hotel for a specific family. It's uh, it's a, a lot different and a lot more robust than than that, and we have a lot of beliefs around why we do that and things like that. But overall, it's a place for families uh, to come if they if they need help with their critically ill child. That's wonderful. That is such a tough time in life because parents are so worried about their precious children, and then there's financial issues and health issues and you know, just so much going on for them. So it's, it's great that they, great that they have you. Could you share, I'm always very interested in how people get where they are. And I know you have an interesting story, but what was your path that led you to this position at this point in your life? Sure. You know, the truth is I, I didn't know anything about the Ronald McDonald house. I wasn't sure what went on there. I, I, I wasn't really interested in working for a nonprofit. I'm very pro um, private enterprise, all of that. And so uh, a previous employee took me to lunch and, and said, I really think that you should consider coming to work here. And I, I said, no, 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 no. And then uh, they, they said, well, why don't, why don't you just come in for a tour? And then if you decide that that's not something that you're interested in, then, then no problem. I won't ask you again. And Lynn, I came in to the Ronald McDonald house and I, met a mom who was traveling from Memphis uh, with her sick daughter. And I, as someone who was very, very sick as a child, who also needed to travel to get the care that I needed, um, I spent a significant amount of time in an oxygen tent with my mom right outside and being raised by a single mom who was completely invested in helping me heal when I looked at this woman from Memphis, I saw my mom, I saw her, I saw my mom, I saw my same story, I saw all of that. And so I knew in that moment that this is exactly where I need to be. And I have never looked back since, and that was eight years ago. 
it was just meant to be. And when something finds you like that, you know, it's, it's, there's just something bigger happening that you are supposed to be there right now. I'd love to take a deeper dive. Can you talk about how your work is making a positive impact on the world today? Sure. Well, I, I mean, I, I certainly think that we're making a positive impact on the world. <laughs> the way not only are we here to just sort of help release some of the burden that is that these families take on with this type of diagnosis. I mean, we've got quite honestly, the, the diagnoses that these kids are given, these families walk away with you know, sometimes over a million dollars in bills and things like that. And so to be able to be part of the the, the release of not having to worry about how, where you're going to stay or what it's going to cost or what you're going to eat or, you know, basic needs and things like that. But the reason that I think that here, what makes us really unique in Omaha is that we see these individuals as, as individuals first and patients and caregivers second. And what that does is changes the narrative of how someone can participate in their child's care. Because the minute that you get a diagnosis, you've got to learn, especially with these kids, they've got to learn an entirely new language. How is my child going to eat? How are they going? You know, all, the, all these different things that come up. And so by having that approach, we have designed a number of uh, external programs to surround these families with the support that they need. Meaning one of the things that after we talked to the families quite a bit, we've realized that their English as a second language is a challenge. Financial support in a completely different way that we don't provide is, is of, the, of the utmost importance. Things like art, you know, something that seems superfluous, but is such an opportunity to heal and express yourself and have something that is that you have to look forward to. The fact that these kids experience extreme gaps in education, not just the kiddos that are sick, but their siblings that are traveling along for the ride, they don't get to go to the classroom. And this is all pre-COVID, right? They don't get to go to the classroom anymore. They, they don't get to experience the types of things that a normal family would experience. So if we can create a sense of normalcy in a place where they look forward to coming to, and they can walk away a more wholesome unit as a family, because when there's a sick kid, there's a sick family that follows, right? So we, if we can create a more wholesome unit for that, and they can walk away feeling more empowered, we've done our job. We've done our job if they just had a, a, a good night's sleep. But if we can walk away knowing with confidence that they're far more empowered, then, then we really did a great job. Does that That's make sense? amazing. Absolutely makes sense. You know, parenting is hard enough as it is, right? Like just yeah. the just the day to day, like taking care of training and and feeding and teaching and sleeping and activities in school. It's a lot, and and you layer in something like a a really tough illness that puts someone in the hospital. That's, that's really difficult. I did not realize, Lindsay, how many programs you had in addition to being placed to stay. And I think that's really amazing. I, you know, I, once we realized that there was a, there was gaps there, then we, we immediately took it on as our obligation that we have a, we have a leg to stand on. And what a unique opportunity to collaborate with partners in the community, because well, I'll be the first to tell you, I don't know anything about providing financial services and paying for the bills that are very important and are very real and very relevant for those families to taking care of at home. But we're not in the market of that. But you know what? Angels Among Us is. So we're partnering with them. And we don't yeah. know the first thing about education. We're really good at what we do, but we don't know about education. So we bring in another nonprofit to come and provide those things. And so 
it's just been this really unique, uh, almost comprehensive healing community that has come together in a very real way where everyone is able to kind of showcase their talent in addition to us at the, at the benefit of all of the families. That's just amazing. I love that. So you do such great work, but what are some of the biggest challenges that you face, Lindsay Ray, both in your work, but also as somebody who's leading positive change in the world? So, you know, it's the timing of this particular call. We are at the peak of a global, pan- a global pandemic. So the whole world is essentially on fire, not to mention civil unrest and everything else that's going on at the same time. So trying to navigate just like every other business is doing their best to navigate through a time like this. Part of my role is to curb some of those fears associated with COVID. But the truth is the challenge in that regard, the only difference between that challenge and what we face all the time is that the rest of the world now knows what it feels like. Because the moment that a child gets diagnosed, they're immediately masked up. They immediately go into sheltering in place. And that's the world they live in because the flu virus, norovirus, any other virus, including coronavirus, is an an immense threat to these families. And so they've been living with this diagnosis or with those challenges with this diagnosis since, since day one. Now the rest of the world knows what it feels like and not know, can I go to the grocery store? Can I do this or that? So now you couple this on top of the anxiety that is really a a tangible feel when you go out into the community to curb their additional fears that they're feeling around the energy of something like COVID. So that's one specific challenge. In addition to not being able to have, we have 26 volunteer, 2,600 volunteers a year that come through. So to not have, you know, to to be working with five out of 2,600 at a time like this, there's some challenges that are posed there. And certainly one of those challenges, we used to have One of the things that one of our most successful programs, we have different groups in the community come in each night and make dinner for all of these families. And there's a number of benefits that are experienced on both sides that are reciprocal with something like that. Now we can't have that. However, we think that there's a huge opportunity to promote local commerce, right? So now we're working with different restaurants to provide catering opportunities and how the community can be involved in that. So I, I say all of that because it's a it's a massive challenge that we're working with right now, but it's also paved the way for massive opportunities for organizational strength and change and community and unity and, and unity in a way that we haven't seen yet or that we have we have yet to seen its full potential. And I truly believe that this could rather than rip us apart and keep us all in our homes, this could, this could bring us closer together in a way that we've never felt before. You know, I just think that's a mark of an amazing leader, what you just said there, to be able to pivot and change and find the best in what we're going through. And I think when I see great nonprofit leaders like you, when you're focused on your mission, you're going to do what it takes to deliver that mission, right? Like you can't just close the doors and say, this is too hard. We're not going to help families right now because families need you now more than ever. And all of this time leading up to this, you've just been getting ready and now you're doing it. And there'll be things I'm sure with your organization that have changed for the better that won't go back someday, right? There's probably things that you're doing that you'll stick with that I, and I think that's really nice. Sure. I think that probably goes with, you know, well, first of all, thank you for saying that. I'm, I'm truly flattered to, to hear that. That makes me 
feel great. And, um, and I am no one without the team and the board and, and all of that, but I really do appreciate you saying that. Um, but I think that just with, with all, all businesses, nonprofit or private enterprise, there are going to be some changes that are going to stick permanently. And if anything, this has taught us one more time that we have the capability, we can tuck and roll. We know how to tuck and roll. We've been through hard times and this is just another one, one of those opportunities for us to really shine at a time where there is, the market is ripe for fear and um, hiding and the, the, all of the anxiety that is surrounding uncertainty and all of that. We, we feel really strongly that rather than even dance in, in that arena, we'll just rise above it and pretend for as long as we need to that we already know what the solution is until it actually comes. Yeah. You just fake it till you make it. Sometimes yeah. that old <laughs> adage just works, right? And you as the leader, and I know this too, you have to provide the vision and the calm and be ready to pivot when you may not always feel visionary and calm, right? But sure. as the leader, yeah. you have to do that. So. Lindsay Ray, what advice do you have for someone out there who aspires to lead positive change like you do? You know, as much as I think it would be appropriate to say, read this book or listen to this thing, you know, listening to podcasts like this is certainly helpful. But the truth is, if you want to initiate change, if you want to be a part of something that's bigger than yourself, then it is imperative that you embody what it is that you would like to see. And once you start to embody whatever it is that you want or whatever it is that, however you want to lead, what I can promise, and, and this has shown itself, I mean, daily, you embody who you want, who, what you want to see, and the whole world will follow you. You don't, there's one, there's one woman that I, I strongly believe in, and she says that one person in alignment is far more powerful than millions who are not. And I, I absolutely believe that to my core. Personally, I've, I've experienced it. I've watched it with the wonderful people that we get to, to work with. In the embodiment of change and, and really walking that talk, you will be able to accomplish whatever it is that you're after. That is such great, great advice. So I have to slip one marketing question in here, being a marketing person. How do you get the word out about the great things that you're doing at Ronald McDonald House Charities in Omaha? So, you know, I'll be the first to admit that there's a lot of things that I don't know in much about and I'm not well versed in and marketing is certainly one of them. However, when you don't know what you're doing, surround yourself with people who do. So we've got a really incredible marketing team and it's actually one one individual who's our kind of our guru and she's really great at putting messages together that are appropriate for the right people. And our message always changes, right? So it's going to be a little bit different for one audience than another. And just being able to bend and adapt and go with whatever you need to go with to make sure that the right message is delivered, it's going to sound very different. I, I just talked to a gentleman who was the second board president of the Ronald McDonald House in Omaha of all time ever. He, when he was here, he sat on five gallon drums and the rest of the board got together and they contributed toilet paper and they did a spring cleaning and that's how they got things done. 
the message that I say to him is going to sound wildly different than the millennials that we're working with that maybe contribute $20 a month. They sacrifice a couple of cups of coffee so that they can contribute to us. The message is going to be different, but I have to rely on talent that we have in house to deliver those messages in a way that is going to be the most successful. So I really rely on other people to tell me how to rally. If I'm going to be honest, I rely on (laughs) Anne to tell me how to do it. (laughs) I was going to say, I've met your marketing guru and I hear amazing (laughs) things about her. So we'll give her a little love here. We have to. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, for people who, who don't know marketing or marketing isn't their top thing, what you just said there, I think was really good because you have to think of marketing like a conversation and you wouldn't have the same conversation with a parent as you would with a child, as a mother, as you would with a daughter. And so thinking about those different audiences and the message you need to communicate is really, really important. There's one other thing that I really love. I love motivational quotes. That's how I get in alignment. Could you give us a few of your own words of wisdom that could serve as inspiration to those listening today? You know, I know it sounds really simple. I, and I, I put this on, so we just expanded and everyone that wanted to contribute to this little brick pathway in our little serenity garden outside could put something down. And again, it's, it's very simple, but I have to lean on what I know. And that is, yes, you can. And that's it. That's what I lead with. That's what um, I believe. And you can take that in so many different ways. Uh, But the truth is, yeah, yes, you can. Yes, you can get through this day. Yes, you can get through the next five minutes. Yes, you can find a way. Yes, you can seek opportunity. Yes, there is sunshine behind the clouds. And I know that there's some pieces of that that might sound esoteric or even Pollyanna-esque, but I don't care because yes, you can. That is fantastic. If I were to turn my computer around, you would see Rosie the Riveter on the wall behind <laughs> That's here awesome. because the we can do it is my yeah, thing. We like we'll it. figure it out, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Oh, this has been wonderful. So for people who are listening who would like to learn more about you and the services offered by Ronald McDonald House, how can they find out more about you? Sure. rmhcomaha.org is our website. Got some amazing events that are coming up pretty soon that you can participate in. We always have different opportunities to be a part of this healing circle. If you, if anybody out there listening wants to contribute to being something that's a little bit bigger than themselves, we've got something for you and nothing is too, too, too small or too big. So we, well, you know, one person tried to donate a horse. We can't take any horses, but, but other than that, like, you know, if you just start, you know, if you just want to be a part of something bigger than yourself, we've got that for you at rmhcomaha.org. That is fantastic. And honestly, nonprofits need your support now more than ever. So sometimes too, that's the first step in making positive change in the world is, is donate, volunteer, do whatever you can. Even sharing this podcast to get the word out would be one way to do that. Lindsay Ray, it has been wonderful talking with you today and learning more about the impact of Ronald McDonald House Charities of Omaha. You are so inspiring. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Have a great day. You've been listening to Agency for Change. If you're enjoying these inspiring stories, please subscribe. 
Is there a change maker you'd like to recommend for this podcast? Just visit the Kid Glove website at kidglov.com to share or to listen to more stories about the people behind positive change.